Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Help save homeopathy. Americans for Homeopathy Choice is hosting a live webinar series for free on their Facebook page. It starts July 9th and ends July 15th. It's a free webinar series that is focusing on what you can do to help save homeopathy in the United States. Visit our Facebook page, Americans for Homeopathy Choice, and we'll see you there starting July 9th at 7 p.m. Central. Learn more at homeopathychoice.org. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. Today we're going to talk about dehydration. It's summer, and this is something that everybody should know a little bit about because severe dehydration can land you in the hospital. Yes, there are many subjects we can talk about as far as the cause, lasting effects, and things like that. We're not going to touch on that today. We're only going to talk about dehydration due to summer weather, okay? (laughs) It's not a super huge subject, but it is a, a pretty large subject, like I said, that we can address later. Anyway, for summer weather... It's kind of interesting. If you stop and think about it, many people are affected very easily and others seem to never be affected by the hot weather. It has to do with their makeup, obviously their body type, obviously their genetic disposition and makeup, but everyone will sometime in their life be affected by dehydration or they will know someone who's affected by dehydration due to the hot weather of the summer or from working too hard or playing too hard. So like I said, it's to your benefit to know a little bit about it. I remember when I was a little girl, we used to, well, we had, my dad rented a lot of land and we rent, we bailed a lot of hay. Well, there were several of us children. I was just, my brother Gary, so there's four of us older kids that used to bail a lot by hand. You know, we my job was on the wagon, unloading most of the time, because I was a girl. <laughs> I was a pretty strong girl, but my brother Gary, who's two years younger than me, oh my goodness, could he throw hay? And my two older brothers were always in the hay mill, and they always did the loading as well. And so I got to drive tractor and things like that out in the summer. And in Michigan, it was very, very humid when I was growing up. And so you tend to sweat more when the weather is humid. I know if you go out west, I remember at 13 we traveled to Wyoming and oh, it was my favorite place in the whole world. I loved it because the air was so dry. The sun was hot, but the air was dry and so it didn't seem to bother. But in Michigan, it was very, very humid and we used to get, you would sweat. Okay. It's just that simple. (laughs) You didn't glow. You actually sweat. So my dad always carried salt pills, oddly enough, available to us kids And to any of the other workers, because when you would sweat profusely, what's happening is you're also losing electrolytes and important minerals when you sweat that heavy. So the salt was a quick way, the mineral salt was a quick way to replenish the system when you were sweating profusely. I look back now, and that actually kept us from having, like, effects from dehydration, 
because the body could replenish so long as you were taking in those minerals and drinking fluids. Now, let's talk about drinking fluids a little bit too, because so many people are under the impression that if they take many, many sips of water, they're not going to dehydrate. The body wasn't designed like that, okay? We're not camels. I mean, we can't go for days without water. But if you look at other animals, you never see animals carrying a water bottle, do you? They strategically plan their day or, you know, their, their outings so that they can get a drink of water at the end of their hike or the end of their activity. You should not be working really, really hard and then stop and take a sip of water and go back to work really hard. What you need to do is work really hard. Yes, you're sweating profusely or you're playing prof- you're sweating while you're playing profusely, but you stop and take a break. Give your body a break and have that at that time you can drink water. And this is a huge issue in our family because some of the people like really cold ice water and some of the people like like room temperature water. I don't like to drink hot water while I'm you know, if I'm not working and sweating hard, but I'm certainly not gonna drink cold water because that's gonna shock the system. You should drink water that's room temperature or just below <laughs> super cold. <laughs> but anyway, so you sit down, you take a break. That gives your body time to assess the situation. Say, hey, wait a minute. I've got a little bit of a headache. I'm a little bit wore out. Or, gee, I feel tired all of a sudden. You drink the water, replenish the system, have yourself a little bit of mineral water. Like I said, you could even put some Himalayan salt in your water to replenish the system. That's good enough. We don't have to have these high-priced drinks with all these electrolytes and things like that because good Himalayan salt will actually replenish the electrolytes, the missing electrolytes in the system as well. At that time, you could have a piece of watermelon, which is a perfect combination of electrolytes, and you will not dehydrate. That's what my mom would always bring out to the hayfield was a big watermelon in the afternoon, and we had a half a sandwich and all the watermelon we wanted to eat. But you have to take that break, give the body time to reassess the situation, what's missing or what's going on, and just and just give it that few minutes to reset. Now, if you're unable to do all those things and keep the body healthy, <laughs> and you get to the end of the day and you're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I stop and take a break earlier? Or why didn't I do this? I now have a headache, or I feel so tired, or I feel dizzy. All these different things can happen if you have been depleted, if you have been dehydrated. The remedy I always like to reach for when it's due to dehydration, in other words, lack of fluids, okay? So you didn't take the break. You didn't replenish the system and have that watermelon or the Himalayan salt in your water bottle or the electrolytes from some other source. If you didn't, weren't able to do those things, then you are at risk of dehydration. And you can have many, many symptoms. Like I said, you can just have anything from just a, the top of your head can feel sensitive or it can hurt. It can feel like little hammers on the inside of the head. Not like the thumping of a belladonna headache, but little tiny hammers just tap on the inside of the head. You can have, you can just feel simply tired. You could feel lethargic. You could feel faint. You cut your eyes can you can hardly keep your eyes open. There's many many symptoms of dehydration due to lack of fluids. So when that happens, always think of the homeopathic remedy bryonia. So when you think of bryonia, you take it. I like to take it in a low potency, 
You can give it to children a little higher potency, and I'm not going to sit here and hash about potencies. You take what you have on hand at that point, and you take one dose, wait a little while if you're feeling a little bit better, if it's working, and then take another dose, and it's usually sufficient. It'll bring the body back to center, and it'll help it to balance if there has been a dehydration situation going on. And sometimes, I admit, I was out working on my flowers, replacing, what do you call it, railroad ties, and I was putting bricks in, and it was so hot, and I was sweating, 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 but I wanted to get it done. I wasn't about to take a break until I got it done. I actually got very dehydrated this this last summer, and I told my husband, oh my goodness, I I just, I couldn't believe I did that to myself. But everybody does, or you know someone who does, so just be ready to reach for that bryonia. And that's exactly what I did. It took me a little while to figure out what I had done and figure out why I felt so crummy. Because like I said, when you're working hard, you don't stop to take care of yourself. You can see it in other people real easy, but it's hard to see it in yourself. So I did take the bryonia, and I actually was able to snap out of it. The other remedy that we're going to talk about with dehydration is, and that's due to loss of fluids as well, but it's more the loss of fluids rather than the lack of fluids. So in other words, any situation where, yes, profuse sweating is a loss of animal fluids, hemorrhage or bleeding too heavy, um, vomiting, diarrhea. These are all lack loss of animal fluids. So that remedy is also excellent. It can be great for dehydration due to profuse sweating. But there's usually, I think of this remedy when there's been a fever or an illness. But you can definitely use it due to just profuse sweating. And it's the remedy we always know is China or Cinchona. We used to, old time, old school books, we'll call it Cinchona. Today's version, they've, it's called China. And so that remedy is fantastic. That's, that's the remedy for malaria. And once you get to know these remedies really well, you'll understand why. Because of the profuse sweating of malaria associated with the fever and the convulsions and things like that. So that's another remedy to remember when there's dehydration. And both are found in the homeopathy for mommy's kit. And both are in my book. And they're both remedies that everyone should be familiar with because they're so, so important. And you will notice throughout your life that you're, you're always reaching for one or the other of those two remedies due to dehydration. <laughs> and so, like I said, I don't want, I, I thought, I'm going to keep this podcast really short and simple so that people can remember these two remedies that they need to understand for dehydration. And there is one third remedy I'm going to throw in here really quick. And that is called natrum sulfuricum. And nat sulf is also in homeopathy for mommies. This is a remedy that if your person or if yourself has actually gone so far as to not just become dehydrated, but also has gone into like a full-blown heat stroke type symptoms. And those symptoms can be quite scary um, depending on the, the patient themselves. But in a situation like that, obviously the face can become very flushed. The eyes can change. The eyes can take on like a heaviness, a look of heaviness. And they can maybe rub their eyes like they're burning or like they're in pain or dry. But natrum sulfuricum is a fantastic remedy for any type of head injury as well. But it's also the remedy for a sunstroke. As far as like sunstroke with a common person. Glonium is another remedy for sunstroke. And I'll talk about that later. 
But those are two remedies that you need to understand. And so when a person gets sunstroke, the problem with that is they tend to be a little more susceptible later dates. So because what happens, it's just like a person with a concussion. Once they've had a concussion, there's a part of the brain that never fully wants to wake up. And so at the least threat of being hit on the head again, they're going to they're gonna drop like one of those fainting goats <laughs> or a possum. <laughs> Because they don't want to get hurt again. They're trying to protect themselves. And the same with sunstroke. Once a person has experienced that, it's a very it's very painful on the body. You have all sorts of traumatic things going on within the body. And so it doesn't want to do that again. So it's 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 going to throw off symptoms very quickly at the threat of sunstroke or dehydration again. So a remedy like natrium sulfuricum can bring them out of that completely and wholly. And as well as glonium. Glonium is another really famous one for heat stroke, but that's more, it's usually an older person or it's usually a person who has like heart conditions and things like that. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw that at someone in an acute situation. I, but I would always suggest natrium sulfuricum, which is a cell salt and it helps the body to regulate the sodium within the body and not just, you know, cause where we have natrium muraticum, which is the sodium chloride, which is regular table salt. That sodium helps to regulate the fluids coming in to each cell, and the natrium sulfuricum helps to regulate the sodium coming out of each cell. And so both of them obviously work well together, and they're both needed within the body because they are cell salts. They are elements that our body needs to regulate these the sodium. And sodium is the easiest thing knocked out of place when there's profuse perspiration and or emotion, trauma, anything like that. Sodium is the easiest thing to knock out of place. And so by taking the proper sodium balance, like I say, that's why I like the Himalayan salt because it's, it's a, literally a perfect combination of the sodium and many of the minerals and elements that we need to keep our body properly hydrated and running on a smooth balance. So anyway, just to recap, you know, take breaks, drink your water. While you're working or running, don't ever just stop and drink water and then take off again. (laughs) Okay, take a break. Let your body regroup. Let it rest for a moment. Drink your water. Then at your leisure, get up and get back to work or whatever. And make sure you're you're hydrating your body with electrolytes, the minerals, the, the cell salt minerals. And watermelon is perfect, okay? That's why God gave us those wonderful summer fruits because they are so rich in electrolyte minerals. And then if by some chance you do get dehydrated, reach for bryonia. Dehydrated due to lack of fluids is bryonia. Dehydration due to loss of animal fluids, especially through illness, hemorrhage, vomiting, diarrhea, things like that, that is cinchona or china. And the cell salt that really helps if there has been this dehydration or even sunstroke, a great remedy to remember is natrium sulfuricum, NatSulf. So there you have it, folks. Really, really simple. Three great little remedies to have on hand in your kit. They're all in the Homeopathy for Mommies book. They're all in the Homeopathy for Mommies kit. And your family can exist, stay healthy and happy. And it's so funny because people will go for years and they'll never have a problem. And then all of a sudden, once 
they've gotten dehydrated, then they suddenly have a problem. That's when that self will kick in and really help to bring balance and help the body to eliminate that, that fear. That's, you know, because once that DNA is imprinted with that, that initial issue, oh my goodness, that self will just help take it away. I actually have a little boy in my life that he did actually get sunstroke when he was out playing too hard and you know how it happens in big families and he was really susceptible and it was a really, really hot day. And even though his mom gave him the bryonia, uh, he still, after that, seemed to be really susceptible. And so she actually just keeps Nat's self on hand, and she has decided that's actually his remedy. <laughs> I don't know if it is or not, but she says it always, whenever he starts to look flushed and gets a little bit, his eyes start to look a little bit, little bit heavy, she says, I give him Nat's self, and he snaps right out of it. <laughs> but it, like I said, moms get onto this stuff, and they know what works for their families. They know what remedies their children respond well to, and... They teach their children which remedies they respond to. I know I have several children now say, just go take your remedy, honey. And they'll snap out of whatever it is that's going on. You know, I I also wanted to say that as these moms are getting more and more used to using the homeopathic remedies, I laugh because they'll come to me and they'll say, oh, I was telling so-and-so about this, 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 and that. And that's what I love about this. That's what I love about these podcasts and the stories that come back to me because It's only through teaching that we can learn really, really well ourselves. So we can use it all of our life, but until we start teaching it and sharing with others, it doesn't really solidify it in our own minds and in our own hearts. So keep going, folks. Keep sharing the good news because it is. There's such simple little elements that God's given us that work so well to keep balance and health in our families and in our communities with our friends to share it. It's it's a gift. All right, I'll let you go. Thank you, and may God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com. Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.